Hello and welcome to episode two of the Shoot Your Shot podcast. We are back for another free agency loaded episode. Um, unlike everybody else in the Toronto media, <laughs> we aren't following no. the the Kawhi Leonard SUV slash jet plane <laughs> escapade. Um, we're, we're not, you know, we do have a sideline reporter right now following his car as we speak. Yep. Um, you know, nothing. Getting <laughs> live updates. Live updates, yes. Uh, I have Kawhi's license plate <laughs> in my notes. Uh, listen, just to kind of talk about Kawhi and the indecision... Um, or the or the lack thereof of a decision. Yeah. Um, you know, we've never been able to tell what's in that guy's head, Mm-mm. and it just makes sense now that this is the way it's playing out. Yeah. Like, you didn't expect him to sign on day one. Yeah. And it's locked. This is locked down. It's, yeah. It is kind of ironic that like the leak, the, like one of the big leaks that came out today was that he didn't want any leaks. Yeah. And I that was like, the one big thing that leaked was that oh no, no more leaks. No more leaks. The leak got yeah. leaked. Um, it is fun. It is also cool to see all like everyone's like ripping on the Raptors. Like all oh, the Raptors are out because everyone learned the the plane coming in. But that's not the Raptors' fault. Oh my god! You know what the funniest thing is? Okay, so the day he met the Lakers, Kawhi's going to the Lakers. Yeah. The day he met the Clippers, Kawhi's going, going to the Clippers. Clippers. Today, because Jalen Rose and yeah. and uh, Chris Carter and Kendrick Perkins are talking. Oh, Kawhi's going to the Raptors. Yeah. We have no, no idea. We have no, no idea. Has any clue? No clue at all. And um, you know, if whether... Woj doesn't have the idea of where he's going, nobody yeah. has any idea. Where nobody he's going. Does. No. Um, listen, whatever happens, uh, his spot in Toronto is solidified yeah. history-wise. Uh, if he goes to the Lakers, boy, do they become a team? Yeah. And then the Clippers, they, that would be fun as well. I'm sure that would make them contenders. I just think for I wanted to mention this last episode, and I didn't get to, and I just completely forgot about it until right now. I really want him to like. I'm not a. I'm not the Raptor on my first team, but I want him to stay as a Raptor just because of what the Raptors have built mm-hmm. in Canada. Is like they already have a. They have a foundation for yeah. basketball here. They like. They're ready to like. They have fans that yeah. are like ready to like jump all over this team and ready to jump all over basketball. Oh yeah, and, and just indulge in yeah. it. If they but if, if they Kawhi's, go back to mediocrity, yeah, then people don't really care anymore. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's just the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that'd be great for just basketball in Canada as a whole and the country and the country and how much they can continue to love basketball. I'm glad you brought that up because I have something to say about Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Take a look at what, or, or listen to what he said earlier on this week. I want to see him with the Clippers. Um, I don't want a champion being in Canada again. Mm-hmm. The city of Toronto is great, but we know Canada loves its hockey. They had their good moments and all of that stuff, but I, damn it, I want, I, want, I want the NBA champion to be an American team. I'm just going to be clear. This, that right there, that soundbite is why I want Kawhi to resign, and Bradshaw just touched on that. But listen, Canada... The country, the city is depending on this, not for winning another championship, not for being able to say that they're the favorites to win, but to gain the respect and the attention that they deserve, especially in the American media. Now, for Stephen A. Smith to go ahead and say, uh, I really don't want uh, Canada to have that NBA championship, not only is it xenophobic, but at the same time, 
it's reducing the notion of NBA, the NBA and basketball trying to be a global game mm-hmm. to literally the exact opposite. Yeah. If Stephen A is, you know, we could go on and say he was saying this for views. Yeah. We can go on and, and say that he is was part thinking, of it. That yeah, is part of it. I agree with that. I, I, I refuse to think he is that stupid. To think that, like, to actually believe what he said. Yes, I yeah. think I think part of that just came from, like, he knows that he can get a ride. He knows he can get what we're doing. Like, yeah. he knows he's going to get people to talk about and it. And I think part of it has to do with the fact that, like, I wouldn't expect, like, the shock factor. Because yeah. I wouldn't have expected Stephen A., a person who's uh, who understands the come up. You know, he was an intern at ESPN. Yeah. And then 25 years later, now yeah. he's doing this. I think a person like that would expect... Or I would expect them to understand that Toronto is in a similar position as he was when yeah. he was in the ESPN internship. Yeah. He, they're trying to put a name for themselves. Yeah. They're trying to make themselves something. And the whole hockey versus basketball narrative, that's stupid. That's yeah. overblown because at the same time as, as Canadians love hockey, we are starting to love basketball. Nobody, I, I, I know he had that soundbite about like how – like. It, the Bruins the, and Blues led that led, one. Yeah, t- yeah. I, it didn't. Yeah, that wasn't true though. Yeah, I know. And like nobody in Canada really cared, unless you were a blue, a Bruins or Blues fan, or you knew somebody on the team or something. Yeah, you didn't. Nobody cared about that series. I, I honestly could tell you that I didn't watch one game. I, I as a hawk, I'm a big hockey fan. Like it's up. It's one of the. It's the first sport I got into as a kid. I did not. I watched Game Seven. That was it. Yeah, yeah. I were. I'm interning at a hockey publication. I watched that last game. That was it. <laughs> That's all I did. Yeah. Like, plenty of hockey writers themselves even said, like, this was a pretty boring series. Like, they, yeah. th- it was hard for them to get, like, like have too many, like, strong opinions about it. Like, not that these were bad teams, obviously. They're in the championship. But, like, I don't know. Like, this, it it was not as big as like, yeah. Stephen A made it out to be in, in Canada. And, and the Raptors to, were the main story there. Yeah, and to say that Canada is all riled up on hockey, listen, Stephen A., they haven't won since 1993. Yeah. The Stanley Cup has been America's for, what, 20-something yeah. years? We haven't complained. No. We haven't said, oh, we need uh, to... Oh, I st- mean, we do say it. You we- sound like... He sounds like Don Cherry. In a way. In a way, he, he does. He, like, yeah. That quote made it sound like Don Cherry. Like, what yeah. are you doing, boss? Okay, let's let's get will, into I the signings. One, because, one yeah, quick thing, though. Yeah. It, it's also a little bit weird that he says that when, like... We just saw a record number of Canadians be drafted. We've seen Canadians get taken high in the draft for many, many years <laughs> and now. guess who his team the got? The savior of your team is R.J. Barrett. Mississauga, we talked about it last. We talked about it last episode with yeah. the Clippers preaching anti-Canada when their prized rookie is Canadian. Yeah. You're doing the same thing. Yeah, it makes no sense. Except even more high profile because it's the Knicks... Stephen A. Smith and R.J. Barrett. Yeah. Jesus, he was just so excited to be a Nick. And now he hears you trash in Canada? Yeah. I don't think you take too kindly to that. Okay, we're going to, because it's been a couple days since these guys have signed, but man, was Sunday crazy. My God. It was, I, I, I got to say, it was probably the craziest free agency yeah. day I've ever had up as there. a basketball fan. Um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Let's not forget DeAndre Jordan. Oh boy. Uh, they I would all... like to say, even though I did get mad, at Deion, even though I did make that take, which is correct, not hot, correct, lukewarm, yeah. that I wouldn't sign DeAndre if it meant not getting Kevin Durant. Yeah. I did call Kyrie and KD going to the Nets. Yeah, he I did. did. I did, did. Say, I did, did say that was, I did say those two were going to the Nets. It did cost them getting DeAndre Jordan, yeah. but whatever. Who cares? And Garrett Temple. Hey, Garrett Temple's a solid piece, all right? Garrett Temple's a good piece for that team. I like him, too. I wanted him on the Lakers. I'll take him on the (laughs) Nets, though. Listen, um, let's let's dive into it here a little bit with these guys because this is probably the biggest story. Yeah. Um, Durant, 
his health is a question. Mm-hmm. Um, he won't be here for the first year. Yep. Is there a chance that Kyrie could kind of ruin it before this even starts? There is a chance because you always you're concerned that he did not he don't, won't realize that like it's not championship or bust this season, and uh, he kind of stunts the growth of Karis LeVert and Joe Harris. Yeah, and I'm Jared worried about Allen. that a little bit. Yeah, I'm worried that like I'm 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 assuming I have a lot of faith in Kenny Atkinson to be a smart enough coach to not start DeAndre Jordan over Jared Allen, mm-hmm. because at, especially at this point in their career, Jared Allen's a considerably better player than DeAndre has much more value to the game than on than DeAndre does. So, you really hope he doesn't stunt the development there. But I think Kyrie should be smart enough to know that like. He should be deferring a little bit to these guys and trying to get them more experience because in the long run, it makes it better for him and Kevin Durant to win a championship because he has, you know, Karis LeVert and he has uh, Spencer Dinwiddie and Joe Harris and Jared Allen. They're developed more. So it'll make it a little bit easier on them going forward if those guys have the experience in the playoffs Yeah, because they're going to be a playoff team this year. Yeah, they, they they're, they're going to be a, I would say, top six playoff team. Yeah, I see them pushing number five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. why not? And and that will be good, especially for the young guys, Jared yeah. Allen, to actually get a second-round yeah, playoff exactly. series. A, a, a thir- maybe even Eastern Conference Finals exactly. if they're that good. I'm, I'm intrigued by the roster this year because they still have, they got Torian Prince in that trade. Yeah, that's a good pick for them. And I think that's a nice, a nice body to have. I think they'll make the roster kind of intriguing. Yeah. You just hope that like Kyrie doesn't ruin the chemistry that they built last exactly. year, exactly. Because they had such a fun group and they all seem to love each other. We saw all the bench celebrations, yeah. So you hope they can continue that kind of like fun and like enthusiastic team. And I mean, just to little like just to hammer home, like Karis Levert is really good. We saw he took a step in the playoffs after coming back from that injury. Oh, he was awesome in that yeah. Sixers series. Yeah, he, they need him to be that good. They need yeah. him to be like a third to be their third scorer. And yeah. I mean, if he doesn't let him like develop like that, then yeah. It's just going to be up to you and Kevin Durant. So, KD was, uh, when he was on the Thunder, one of my favorite players. And then he moved to Golden State, joins a 73-9 yeah. and nine team. And I instantly think of his, him as an enemy. Yeah. Um, he comes to Brooklyn now. And I think, tell me if I'm wrong on this, but I think this kind of repairs the damage that he did when he went to Golden State. I think so. I think he realized that that was like kind of I think that was kind of a I think he did realize that fans didn't like as much as he like said he didn't care about it and said he's going to make a decision for him. Right. You heard on Zach Lowe's podcast if you listened to it. Yes. He yes, had Jay Williams, Jay Williams on yeah, yeah. and he said he talked to Steve Nash and Steve Nash said when he spoke to Kevin Durant after that first championship he said he felt he felt incomplete. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes sense because it, he didn't feel like he won that championship. You feel like he wasn't the face of that team, so we think he can be the face of the Brooklyn Nets, even though Kyrie's already there. He knows he can be the face of the Brooklyn Nets. Right. Because he wasn't the face of the Warriors. It was no. Steph Curry. Steph yep. Curry's obviously the face of the Warriors. Yes. Now, another covet in this, or, or a tidbit in this, is the fact that KD, like the Achilles injury, we talked about it beforehand uh, last podcast yeah. with Boogie. Achilles is nothing to play with. No, and he's had a, he's a person who's had a history of foot injuries before, yeah. with uh, what like a, a hamstring, and then there was the the foot fracture. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of things that could go wrong with a guy of that size. Yeah. And you don't want that to happen in KD. I will say, like as much as obviously an Achilles injury is, as you said, nothing to play with. Like it's one of the most serious injuries you can suffer in any mm-hmm. sport. I I'd still be I would have been more worried about a foot injury if he had another if he suffered another foot injury or even just a right. first foot injury because for a guy, for big men even it's again weird to call Kevin Durant a big man yeah he, but he is almost he's seven, seven foot he's yeah, almost yeah. seven yeah. not he, if if it's not seven foot he's very close yeah 
and we've seen like big men with foot problems not be as effective. Like Yao Ming had to retire because of that. Yeah. So I think I think that was what I would have been more concerned about. But you still have to be worried that it's just another injury on top of what he's already suffered. I think he's still going to come back strong. I still think we're going to see a very similar Kevin Durant. Maybe not the same Kevin Durant. I wouldn't say we're going to see MVP season Kevin Durant. I think we will. Really? Yeah. I still think he'll be a top five player in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say that. But I don't think we'll ever... Like, he won't... Oh, man. Like, he doesn't have to rely too much on athleticism to do the things that he does on the basketball court. But I think the parts that we expect him to be athletic maybe, will, yeah. will, will not happen. He won't maybe. be that run-and-gun cut. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. That's He's just... He, athletes are built differently than we are, man. Like, you yeah. saw what was it, with Adrian Peterson returning from that uh, torn ACL super fast. Even, even Russell Westbrook came back from a MCL injury in, like, two weeks. Yeah. Like, that's that's ridiculous. Athletes are different. Yeah. Um. So the, so the Nets, they're kind of set in stone. Uh. You know, they've been talked about in nauseam when it comes yeah. to, like, what they're going to be in the future. Extremely bright. It's crazy the transition that has happened in that team from three years ago yeah. when they were they were they had no picks, nothing, yeah. literally no assets. And Sean Marks, who I we we both agree is going to be executive of the year, no doubt. Oh yeah, that, like I'm, like there's only a couple, there's only a handful. Of yeah, guys like David that Griffin can, like, will yeah. will be in that contest, but yeah. I I think Sean Marks is is the guy to be right now yeah, if, exactly. if you want to and. Uh, the Nets, the Nets have an interesting future ahead of them. It does have to be like a couple dominoes have to fall their way. Kyrie has to be able to play well and have good chemistry with the team. Yeah. Kevin Durant has to come back properly, and then at the end of the day, they have to work well together. So yeah. there's a lot of things that have to mm-hmm. work out perfectly for this team to be as good as people expect them to. But the potential is there. Is is it is it definitely is. Um, one team that used to have potential. Yeah, one team that used to have potential now has Still a Kyrie, has potential. a Kyrie replacement. Yep. Uh, Kemba Walker, a much better natured Kyrie. Replacement. Yes, it, less of an asshole. Yeah. I would say so. Four years, one hundred forty million for Kemba Walker in Boston. He is back in the I guess Yukon area. If yeah. you want to go for New it. England area, New England. So, like, I think. This will be good for the Celtics because of morale. Yep. Uh, the locker room will definitely be a lot better. But I think they're losing out because they did sign Ennis Cantor as well. Yep. But my God, are they going to miss Al Horford? Yeah, that's. I think that's a, obviously a bigger loss than Kyrie. Yeah. Just because of the value that Horford provided both offensively and defensively. Kyrie is just more of an offensive, uh, helped offensively. Question for you. Yep. If, if they had end up going with Horford... And uh, let's say like keeping Rozier instead of Kyrie and Cantor. Do you think they would have been Kemba and Cantor? E- oh, sorry, Kemba yeah. and Cantor. Yeah, would uh, would that have been a big difference? Do you think they would have been better if they had Horford and Rozier instead of Cantor uh, and Kemba? I still think I I think I like this group a little bit more mm-hmm. because I do think you're losing a bit of like you're you don't really have a like if with that first group you don't really have a shot creator. Yeah, you're relying you're relying a lot on Jason Tatum to become that guy. And I don't. I'm not as high on Jason Tatum as a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he. I don't. I don't think he's ready to be there just yet. I. L- I do like they have those three wings: Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Gordon Hayward. I'm big on Brown. Yeah, me uh, too. I'm uh, bigger on Brown than I am on Tatum. I think that I think that Brown is a smarter player, yeah. but Tatum is the more talented. I could I could agree with that too, but I just I don't I I just I just I I like the wings that they I like the wing players that they have. We'll see. We're, we're laughing about this because we. <laughs> <laughs> we actually we've 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 talked about this in Nazi yeah, we've talked before. This in the past. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but so this is, it's just something we've we've discussed a lot. We made the we made that bet about the Celtics, yeah, right? So yeah. 
I it, it does depend on what Gordon Hayward does when he comes back. You, you hope he's a better. You hope he's like more recovered. And I think he will be. Yeah, you saw that in the playoffs. He was a lot better. So I I would like I do like the I do like the team they have now, because I I think you I think you would have lost if you had if it was Horford and Rozier. I think you do lose something, in terms of like offense and like shot creation. Right. Which I don't like. Terry Rozier is obviously a worse shot grade yeah. than Kemba Walker, and we will get to the Hornets. We'll get to the Hornets in a little bit. So I, I think the Celtics are going to be like right there with the Nets this year. So are we saying Celtics top four? So or, no, sorry, no, no, no. Uh, like top, top six, top six, six to fifth ish. I, I could see them around that area. Right. I it, but they're one Kemba Walker injury away from being like a fringe playoff team. I agree with you. I agree. With you I do that. like. I think. I think the young players take a step, and I think Gordon Hayward does come back a little bit better. But having Ennis Cantor as your one main big man is this a This is also a, a very, very big season for Jason Tatum. Yeah. You want to make sure that he makes that jump. Yeah. That next level. Because yeah. everybody expects him to. Yeah. Now is the moment, that time. Kind of like Ben Simmons where you expect him to make a jump this year too. Um, speaking of, of the Simmons Sixers, former teammates. former teammate, Jimmy Butler, he, instead of, you know, we've heard so much about yeah. him opting to want to win, to be a contender every year. Yeah. He does the exact opposite. Now he's going to be on the beach playing dominoes <laughs> with the Miami Heat. Um, they had to trade Hassan Whiteside to get that to go down salary-wise. That's, that's an interesting fit in Portland now. I, 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 like, I'm, I go back and forth with that because I don't like Hassan Whiteside as a player. I think his numbers don't and I think show how bad he actually is. I also think he's a pretty bad person to have in the locker room. Yeah, too. I think Jimmy Butler and Hassan Whiteside in the locker room would have been hilarious. Yeah. I think someone would have gotten punched in the face at some point. So. Yeah, before Thanksgiving, too. Yeah, so I think this is. A, I think it's a lot better that he's in Portland. Mm-hmm. We'll see how he fits in personality-wise with Damon CJ. I think, uh, you know, the what the Trailblazers hope is that they can get at least one year yeah. out of him so that Nurk can come back. He's a free agent after that. You don't have to re-sign him. Yeah. And then... Even if Nurt comes back, you still have that salary to be able to retain a player. But we talked about this last podcast. We both want Portland to go all in on Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. They haven't been able to do it. But for back to the Heat, Jimmy Buckets, Goran Dragic, Justice Winslow, um, what James Johnson? Yep. Do you do you see that as like Dion Waiters? Dion Waiters. Still on, wa- still on Waiters love, Island. I know you love Waiters. Still on Waiters Island. Do you do you see that as maybe like an eight seed? Yeah. Oh, 100%. They almost made the playoffs last year yeah. without Jimmy Butler and jo- with Josh Richardson as their, like, their primary scorer and as like, their best player. And that was Dwayne Wade's last dance exactly. year. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, you're losing Dwayne Wade, who had a pretty good season. Yeah. He, yeah. Under the radar, had a pretty good – not under the radar. He, Dwayne Wade never goes under the radar. Yeah. But um, I think – I think this 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 should be this should be a playoff team. I yeah. think Jimmy Butler pushes them over that edge. They'll yeah. be up like a fringe playoff team. Yeah, yeah, maybe eighth, seventh seed. Jimmy Jimmy buckets was going to Miami was a weird move. Another weird move, but something that I actually like is D'Lo to the Warriors. We uh, disagree this, a little bit there. But. This was this was a sign and trade. Yeah, where KD went to uh, the Nets, obviously, yeah. and then D'Lo was. Was retained by the Warriors. Yeah. They signed him for four years, one seventeen. I maxed him. Now, the question surrounding D'Lo is: Are we even going to see him in a Warriors uniform? If you're, I don't think. I hope for as a D'Angelo Russell fan, I hope not. Mm-hmm. I hope he gets sent to a team that like has a better fit for him than this. Right. Not that like it's the Warriors, so he's going to win. I think it'll be entertaining at least. It will be, but I don't know if it'll be good. Because mm-hmm. you have two guards that aren't necessarily great defenders, and when Clay Thompson comes back. How does that fit? Like, does it, like you're gonna wait on Clay Thompson to play the three? Yeah, which he hasn't done a ton of. No, 
and you're still and then you have D'Lo, who's not a three point, who's not a great three point shooter. He developed it more this season. Yeah, you hope that he gets some open ones. Yeah, and, and yeah. And I mean, they but they lost Andre Iguodala to make this happen too. They gave yep. up a future first, which could turn into a pretty decent asset for the Grizzlies. The two the two uh, things that I think are important for them is signing Willie Cauley Stein yep. and and retaining Kevon Looney because yep. that at least gives them a solid, a solid starting five. Yeah, a like, solid center rotation. Yeah, yeah. Both of them are decent rim protectors. Willie Cauley Stein, I've watched a little bit because I've watched a lot of Kings games. Yeah. And he's just a very inconsistent player. He's kind of a modern, not a modern, but a, sm- a bit of a smarter JaVale McGee. Yeah. So I think I think that helps. I think he'll they can fit him into that team well. He's a nice rim runner. And I think in a locker room like the Warriors, there's a chance that Collie Stein can grow into something Exactly, different. yeah. Like, he, he, maybe that inconsistency yeah. shifts to, you know, being actually consistent. And, you know, Draymond can yeah. help with that, infuse that. Um, I'm kind of interested to see how they would actually play. If it ends up that, yeah. you know, come uh, October time, D'Lo is still a warrior, It, I think it'd be cool. I think it would kind of go back to the Steph Curry-Monta days, uh, yeah. and, and that's kind of it. But, like, maybe, you know, we'll see. I'm intrigued if they do trade him. I'm intrigued as to where, because there aren't many teams that need a point guard at this point. It's really it only kind of has to be the Timberwolves, it, right? Yeah, yeah. And what are you going to get back from them? Only Robert Covington. Covington, you hope you can maybe squeeze, like, a young player like Josh Okoge out of them. Jeff Teague in a pick. Jeff Teague, maybe. Yeah, because Jeff Teague still has a bit of money left in his contract, so maybe. Then you have a nice backup point guard for Steph Curry. Yeah. But... He's not gonna be playing. He's not gonna be missing too many minutes anyway. No, so it's no, Steph he's Curry. Not. He's playing most of the game. Oh, another thing that I think is good that they got D'Lo with. They don't have to run Curry to the ground anymore. No, but you had Quinn Cook for that. But who would you rather, Quinn Cook or D'Lo? For the money, Quinn Cook. Okay. So yeah. I, I mean, value yeah. wise, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, but at least D'Lo. I mean, a they guy. Had, I know they had to get something because they were losing yeah. KD. They had. It's they, a good consolation. Prize. They felt like they had to get something, and I mean, you really hope they can flip him. Yeah. Listen, Bob Myers got this guy because he's an asset. Like yeah. at the end of the day, when you're losing a guy like Kevin yeah. Durant, you want to be able to retain as much assets as you can, not yeah. just let him go for free. And I'm surprised even the Nets let let that happen. You know, yeah. if I was the Nets, I'd be like, screw you guys. Like, yeah. No, I'm not letting you guys get a sign and trade. Let let D'Lo go wherever he wants. He's not coming to the yeah. Warriors. I think, but I think that was kind of them doing D'Lo a solid too, sending him to a really good team, a really yes. good organization. Yeah. And I think that was Kevin Durant doing a solid for the Warriors. Like, hey, I'm going to get you guys something back. Even yeah. though I'm leaving you. He, we, there were the rumors that he was mad at the at the team. I don't think he was. Uh, but exactly with this, you don't really. You it's at least saying like, hey, thank you for the years that I spent here. Yes, and the thing came out where. Uh, you know, Stephen A. said that he didn't, he wasn't too fond of Steve Kerr. Kevin right. Durant wasn't too fond, and Kevin Durant jumped right at responding, yeah, responding to that. He said, "I was that's not true at all. Yeah. I was I was always good with Steve Kerr, and and that's the end of that." Stephen A. and uh, Kevin Durant have had some beef in the past too. Yeah, yeah, they have. Um, was that the, was the, there was a whole thing where like Stephen A. like basically threatened Kevin Durant on TV. I don't remember that. Not like maybe not threatened him, but he said something like she was just like he you was, better watch out. Yeah, like yeah, like, like that. in a yeah. Stephen A. type voice. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Um, if we do see Golden State in the playoffs with D'Lo, I I, I think it could be dangerous because they, they could make a run. Yeah, it like you it's know you still have the Warriors. It's yeah. not like this isn't the same team that won the twenty fifteen NBA championship. Yeah, you're so missing like, a few guys. Yeah, but like you know the core guys are there. They're just a little older. Yeah. Yeah, um, let's go to another team that has been getting a lot of hype. People think that yeah. they're the clear favorites now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers got a bunch of guys. They have Tobias Harris. They retained him four years, hundred eighty million. 
Al Horford. Surprise to for Al Horford to that go there. That was the there. mystery team, yeah. That was the mystery team, but he got four years, 93, I believe, yeah, with a bunch of bonuses yeah. that if they win an NBA championship, he gets like a solid $16 yeah. million extra. Um, and then in the Jimmy Butler trade, they retained Josh Richardson. I really like that for them mm-hmm. because they needed someone to fill up that starting shooting guard position. Yep. Any uh, any cool news? Uh, no, nothing yet on Kawhi. Nothing we yet on Kawhi. Saw the report that uh, Woj said either this evening or tomorrow, and I mean it, we're in the evening, so I'm kind of hoping, hoping it happens if, this evening. Oh, if it happens during the pod, buddy. Oh, we're we're <laughs> we're popping some champagne. Um, I like Philly. Yeah. And I think what they've created is good. But I think now that you have Jimmy Buckets gone, and oh my God, Jimmy mm-hmm. was so important for them in that Raptors yeah. series. You need Ben Simmons to be that guy. And now. don't forget in all the moves they made, they extended Ben Simmons. Yeah. So like they're committed to like this is their group going forward now. Yes. This is their future. This is their next 5 to 6 years. I and think any smart any reasonable person can can agree that this is a good def- they're going to be good defensively. They're, they're going to have a really good a You really could good argue they might be the best defensive team yeah. in them. You'd have the argument with them Indiana's pretty If the Raptors good. keep Kawhi. The Raptors, the Jazz are going to be really good defensively. Lakers maybe. Depending on who they depending, depending on, on who Kawhi they get, goes yeah. and, all, and if LeBron's trying yeah so i think that i think that'll be very interesting uh i the one question you kind of brought it up is offensively yeah it's not just shooting it's that they don't really have a guy who can naturally create offense Mm -hmm. you're paying tobias harris to be that guy now and i don't think he could do that no we saw he was he he kind of faded in the playoffs a little bit and granted he didn't have to be the number two option because that was jimmy butler's job but now you're paying him to do that job and you have to be really wary of if he can, if he can elevate to be that second, the second scorer on a really on a championship team, he also does not have his best friend anymore. Boban. No, Bobby. Bo- no, Boban. Toby and Bobby. Yeah, Toby and Bobby. Bobby is now on uh, the Dallas, the Maver- the Mavericks. They yeah. signed him on the Mavericks. Mavericks are getting every white player possible, <laughs> <laughs> every European player. They, yeah. they, they I want to. They need yes. all of them. Yeah, but it's you're relying on Toby to jump, or you're relying on Ben Simmons to jump. Yeah. No pun intended, because he needs yeah, a jumper. jumper. Yeah, not just maybe not threes, but at least to develop some kind just, of jumper to make it a little more consistent. Like it, it, on a pick and roll with him and Embiid, I want him to be comfortable enough to shoot from eighteen feet out. Yeah, sixteen feet out. Yeah, twelve feet out. Frick it, I don't care. Like just just be confident yeah. in what you do with the basketball. Yeah. That's all you need from Ben Simmons. You're you're going into your fourth year. If you want to count that first year, sure. And this is that point, like we said with Jason Tatum earlier, where he needs to make that jump yeah. this year. Or else people are going to start saying, you know, he was compared to LeBron. He was compared to Magic. Yeah. Where is that? Yeah. So um, I think I think uh, one of our friends, Nolan, big Sixers fan, I think he would debate me on this yes. as to whether or not, like, as to, like, the legitimacy of what I'm saying. But, and I'd like, I'd like to have that conversation with him on the podcast. Maybe we'll do that before the season. But... I think there are. I think he. I think even he has to agree. There are legitimate concerns about this team offensively. Definitely. And like who's yeah. going to create offense late in games? Yeah. You can't just keep dumping it down to Joel Embiid. He's not a good shooter. No. And so, I. I like that they got Horford because he's the. He's one of the only guys who can guard Joel. Yeah. So I mean, I guess you. You, you took that. You took that away, and you yeah. have a guy that can defend Giannis. Mm-hmm. But we saw that even then. Giannis eventually just took over that matchup because right. he just kept. He just re- figured out what they were doing. Yes. Yeah. And Bud's a good enough coach that he can scheme around that. But they're but they're they're a good defensive team and I mean they're gonna be tough to play in the playoffs just like they were this past season. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the Bucks because yep. they're they're they made, they made some things too. Yeah, they made did some things. They, they, they did made, some things. No, they made they made some. They things. made we'll things. Chris Middleton, uh, he 
I mean, great story because I love the guy. Less than a max. Five years, 178 with Milwaukee, mm-hmm. which is a boatload for a guy who's second rounder. Yeah. Most, uh, Most ever for a second, second round, round pick, rounder. yeah. Good for him. What a trade that was. Yeah, Jesus. wow. Uh, that's for just, Brandon Jennings. Honestly, man, like when you look back at it, what? He was on Detroit, right? Yep. They're probably hating themselves right yeah. now. Yeah, they could use a player like Chris Middleton yeah. right now. Yeah, uh, I think. Most teams good. I think overall this this is a good sign for them, but mm-hmm. I just I worry that maybe three four years down the line this contract might look bad. Maybe you know, I mean you know like, forty million for a guy. It, if it, if Bud's still the coach, I think he fits in perfectly with what they do. And you know in the playoffs, he was he was it, good inconsistent, but it was inconsistent. Yeah. You know, so you hope that you get that consistency from him this year. Brooke Lopez also four years fifty two. That, that was a guy key, they needed key, to. Yeah. They like without a doubt that was the one guy you had to be like, okay, he has to yeah. come back. Both ends of the floor, Brooke was one of the most valuable bucks last year. Yeah. He really gave them that space that they needed. Yep. And defensively, him and Giannis together were just monsters. They, now, ate, they ate teams up. They did let Malcolm Brogdon go. They did let Malcolm Brogdon go. And he was, and and you can debate me on this, but he was arguably their second no, best player. I would agree with that. Playoffs. And I, I, it is a tough loss, but I... I it would. It was always going to be tough for them to sign all three guys. I. I had. I had confidence they were going to sign all three guys, mm-hmm. and they could have. They had the room to do it. Right. But I think they just. I guess they just had some reservations about the injuries, and I think they've told people that they believe that they are that they can get around that by the resign. They resigned George Hill. Which they still again, have Bledsoe. What a trade that was too. Like when that happened, I was like, okay, that's a, just a nice depth guy for the rest of the season. Oh, but he gone. played amazing. And then he, but he really stepped it up. You really saw like not. You didn't see Indiana George Hill. But you saw a much better George Hill than what Cleveland had. And I yes. think that's more of an indictment on LeBron than it is on George Hill. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Because George Hill enough. obviously can still be a really good NBA player. And we saw that with Rodney Hood, too. Yeah, yeah Similar yeah. situation. They added Brooke Lopez's brother, Robin. Yeah, that's I awesome. I think that's going to be big for them, too. They, that's just fun. Like, yeah, the, the, the scrums. Basketball fit aside, this is still a really good, this is still really, really fun just for media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even as a basketball fit, I think this is something they really needed. They needed, like, another big, big guy. And they got Wes Matt, too. Wes, Wes Matthews, Matthews too, Wisconsin on, yeah, native. Yeah, uh, former Marquette player. So, I think I think getting him for the veteran minimum is going to be good. He's a great three-point shooter when he's on. Yeah. I think that Achilles injury, speaking of Achilles injuries earlier, Dude, yeah. that really messed up his career. If you remember, he was amazing in he Portland. He was a key Portland player. He was amazing. There were talks about like, him like getting close to a max. Yeah, yeah. He was that good on uh, both ends of the floor. He was like kind of what Chris Middleton was. Yeah. Not, maybe not as good of a shot creator, but defensively and shooting the three, he was really, really good. I agree, I agree. And, and he still is really good, just not as good as he used to be. No. Um, speaking of Brogdon, he is now on the Pacers, yep. Indiana Pacers, four-year, 85, yep. and a trade. So yep. it was a sign-and-trade. They got, what, two? Three picks. Three picks. They okay. got a first that was kind of protected. It's probably going to convey this year, and then two seconds. That first is interesting for the Bucks because you don't know what the, quite they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. They can use it to get off or something like a Sova's contract. They can use it because they have a big trade exception with uh, because of this Brogdon trade. So I think they could use that to acquire another player. They still need. They could still use another wing off the bench, right? Because they have a lot of young, unproven guys that'll have to fill that role. Yeah, you hope that you can find um, those minutes that Brogdon yeah. would have used up in the Sterling Browns yeah. in the Divincenzo. Yeah, you're hoping that Bud's reputation as a player developer is yeah. true. Yeah, obviously you're. It's putting. It's asking a lot to develop a guy into Malcolm Brogdon, yeah. a 50, 40, 90 guy. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think they should be able to get some good minutes out of those guys. We saw it with DJ Wilson. Yeah, he developed into a pretty key piece, and I think he'll take another step this year. But getting back to Malcolm Brogdon, yeah, for the Pacers, yes, 
I love that. Yeah. That's a great move. Like, Him and Oladipo, if Oladipo comes back really healthy, that's a great backcourt. He's a guy who can space the floor, facilitate, yeah. make sure that um, the offense is being run yep. smoothly. Solid it, defender. It gives them also, um, you know, despite Darren Collison retiring, he is a big jump from yep. Collison mm-hmm. to Brogdon. My God, that way better. What was the reason that Collison retired again? Uh, Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness. Wit- I didn't. I didn't actually Jehovah's think that was true. Witness. No, it's true. Yeah. I I, I, literally, like, I literally saw that on the on Twitter, and I was like, "This is a joke." I mean, good for him, but yeah. you know, thirty one years old, retiring, he's made his money. Obviously, yeah, that's true. And like, it was, was a solid NBA player. I really, I, I thought Darren Collison was a solid NBA player. He was. He's always been a good backup. Yeah, a good backup point. Pretty guard. starter. Could he gave you some good minutes. Yeah. Um, like starter on a bad team. Yeah, type basically. Thing. Yeah. I think Brogdon now puts the Pacers because now you have another year of Turner developing, yep. uh, Sabonis developing, TJ Warren, TJ Warren. They did lose Thad Young, yep. which I think and is Boyan. a loss, and Boyan. Those two will hurt them. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you have TJ Warren, you have Brogdon, and I think this is this is a solid team. This they added it, Jeremy Lamb to I like adding Jeremy thank Lamb. You, Jeremy Lamb, yeah, I like. I, I was they signed uh, TJ McConnell earlier this or earlier today too. Yeah. Three TJs, three TJs, TJ Warren, TJ Leaf, and TJ McConnell. That's a very good. That's a very TJ heavy team. Yes, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think this will be a pretty. I think they're going to be a battle for. I think top four. I yeah, could, they'll I could battle. See they'll top push four. top. They'll push top three depending on what the Raptors do if they yeah. if they keep Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the Pacers. I think the Pacers are going to be really good. I think the. Fit with Sabonis and Turner starting because they didn't have uh, Sabonis starting last year. He was off the bench, right? Yeah. yeah, so I think it'll be interesting how those two play together. Mm-hmm. But the leap Miles t- Turner took last year's defensive player was huge for them. Right. And I mean, if they if they can mesh those two together offensively with Brogdon and Oladipo, I think they have one of the better, like one of the more underrated starting fives in the NBA. In terms of uh, Boyan, because the Pacers lost him, he is on Utah now. Yes. They gave him a four-year, seventy-three yeah, million. That's a lot. They of, trust the dude. Oh, because he's real good. Yeah, he is awesome. Yeah. One of the better shooters. Uh, developed into one of the better shooters in the NBA. A really, really solid defender. Him mm-hmm. and Joe Ingles are going to be like locking people down this yeah, year. Yeah. Uh, the only concern you have with the Jazz is their size up front. But I think Gobert yes. counters that. Yeah, right? I, th- I think having go like having just a monster in the paint there defensively really helps. And they also signed Ed Davis, so even off the bench, yeah, they Ed, have some I, really, I like that signing. I completely. Forgot about them signing at yeah, Davis. That's yeah. really good. That's a really nice depth add for them. Yeah. So I think they have arguably the the I'd say the second best starting five in the NBA. But for fit, I th- I really like, I think they have my favorite starting five in the NBA. Yeah, it, I I love the Conley trade for yeah. them because now Donovan Mitchell doesn't have to shoot bricks mm-hmm. and and force shots. Yeah. And his shot selection can get a little bit better. Obviously, he's gonna learn a little bit from Conley yeah. too. Ingles. And Boyan are like the same player, yeah. kind of. You just in a hope way. they don't get exposed in the playoffs. Like you see, like we did, you did see that a little bit. I when, think they both play really well in the playoffs, though. It's just when teams start to focus on guys that aren't like necessarily like uber talented. They're obviously yeah. talent, uh, more talented yeah, than yeah, we I are. Know what you mean, yeah. But it, it's hard. It, they kind of get like exposed a little bit. Yeah. But and I think with Mike Connolly, that helps a lot because yeah. that's now that's your second option on and, offense. And you hope that you know Conley doesn't get hurt. Yeah, because my God, that guy gets injured yeah. a lot too. I think I think it, I think they'll be pretty safely in the playoffs where they can give him some rest days too. Um, finally, and by the way, I gotta say uh, we'll we'll probably talk about this because we're gonna do winners and losers soon. Yep. But Utah, boy, are they dangerous? Mm-hmm. They they can be potentially Western Conference Finals, potentially Finals. Yep. If they live up to the expectations, if that everything messes well for that team, and I yep. think it will, I think they're definitely a finals uh, a finals contender. And probably top three seed in the East, no problem, no question. Another team that people 
uh, have been saying is kind of a winner yep. is the New Orleans Pelicans. They signed J.J. Redick to mm-hmm. a two-year, $26.5 million deal, which means the J.J. Redick podcast is heading to NOLA. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I, a nice Zion Williams, Williams interview out of that, too. Oh, I'm excited for that. Yeah. But it also means that the Pelicans fill a hole that they really needed. Did they even really fill? I don't even know if that like this is like almost seems like just like gluttonous at this point. Like they had they had Josh Hart and Drew Holiday to play the two if they needed to. But but now they have because JJ Redick we can both agree is better than Josh Hart and oh uh, yeah and, and as a shooter yeah 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 and he's one of those guys where he doesn't necessarily have a crazy usage rate where he doesn't yeah. need the ball. He yeah. just essentially is a catch and shoot player. Yeah. And you can trust him for that. And they did need they obviously needed shooting because coming into free agency they had they were just down to Josh Hart and each one more. Yeah. They retained uh Darius, Darius Miller, Miller today. Yeah. Darius Miller's a great shooter, solid off the bench for them. Yeah. And then obviously you saw one of the best shooters in the NBA in JJ Reddick. Yeah. So I think that definitely fills a hole for them. But just like their rotation is going to be ridiculous next year. Yeah. You have, they signed Derek Favors. We didn't even mention that until yes. just now. They yeah. signed Derek Favors. You have Zion. You have the guys you got from the, the Anthony Davis trade, Ingram, Hart, and Lonzo. Yeah. You have Drew Holiday still there. Etwan Moore is still there. And that is exactly why, this is a perfect segment. Thank you very much. But this is exactly why these guys are my winners of yeah. the offseason. Um, so far, at least. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna it, it's gonna take. I don't think anybody's knocking them off at this point. There isn't really unless some like crazy trade happens. Yes, yeah. Where so some, we're like, listen, you. First of all, you weren't expected to get the first overall pick. Yep. You get Zion. Yep. You get the first overall pick, and then after that, you have the fourth overall pick from the yeah, AD trade. You get you trade AD. You get the fourth overall pick and a bunch of assets. Yep. Then you flip the fourth overall pick for eight and what seventeen. Something like that. Yeah, you get eight Nikhil and seventeen, Alexander and you Walker. get Nikhil Alexander Walker and Jackson Hayes, yeah. which I am big on both of those guys. Mm-hmm. Sign JJ Redick, sign Derek Favors. Yep. You retain Darius Miller. You still have Drew Holiday, which is uh, arguably one of the best two way yeah. players in the NBA. A big luxury. And now you have Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Zion, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Jackson Hayes, Etwan Moore. These are guys yeah. who I potentially think. Could make the playoffs. This team yeah, is, I could, is I could, as long as like the rookie, as like Zion especially, can like real and like if the the young Lakers players take a step, I really think this team could make the playoffs yeah. as long as they progress and they mesh well. Yeah, I think it'll take a little bit of getting used to for some of these guys for sure. And obviously, there's going to be a learning curve for Zion as the NBA. It's, he's taking that leap. at the same time, I think Zion is such a good teammate that all these new factors that are coming in yeah. will be seamless. No, it's just it's just his transi- his yeah, personal yeah. transition for the sure. NBA in terms of just playing in the NBA game. Yep. You might you see him hit a rookie wall at some point, but it's Zion, you never know. Yep. He might just power right through that goddamn wall because he's a goddamn truck. <laughs> who's your who's your winner? I'll probably have to say the Jazz are my winner, but I would like to shout out a couple teams just really quickly because mm-hmm. we we talked about the Jazz and how much I like what they did. Yeah, yeah. We uh, both we both yeah. liked it was it was an awesome season off season for those guys. Yeah, a couple under the radar teams. I really like what the Sacramento Kings have done. I yeah. think they've firmly put themselves in the playoffs now. Do you think they spent too much money though? No, they had the cap space. Harrison and they, Barnes though. I I think you needed to you needed a starting small forward. You weren't going to be getting any of the big names, mm-hmm. and he's a good fit for that team. They had the cap space and they're a smaller market, so you have to kind of use you kind of have to spend a little bit more. Yeah. But I like what they did after that even more. They would have been my bigger winner if they didn't pay, overpay a little bit for Barnes. Yeah. But like at, filling your center spot with Dwayne 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 Dedman. Yep. He can run and and play that up tempo style as long as Luke Walton keeps that style, which I think he's seen it work. So I oh, think and he they should. got a new coach. Yes, which Luke is good Walton to, is good to mention. I do like Luke Walton as a coach, despite all the the crap he got in Los Angeles last no, year. No, I think that was just. Uh, just the LeBron. Lakers. It's just it the Lakers. LeBron and the Lakers, 
Uh, Trevor Reza, nice backup wing for them. They needed, yep. they still needed more wings, and I think veteran for the very good room. veteran, very good. Just over, he's still just a good player. Yeah. They uh one of the lower key signings adding Rashawn Holmes. Yep. A very good shot blocker. Third team already. Yes. His third team already in the NBA. He's it's a crazy. very but he's a very good shot blocker. He's still a little raw, but I mean he's not going to be expected to play a ton of minutes when you have Deadman, Harry Giles, Marvin Bagley, Costa Kufus. Yeah. Uh, no, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's but, on Memphis, right? Yeah. Uh, or so he's somewhere. Okay. He's not on the Kings. Uh, and Nemanja Belica. Oh Belica's yeah. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's going to be a nice little depth add, and my favorite, I think my favorite signing for that team was Corey Joseph. I think that's like the perfect guy to yeah. have come off the bench for Fox. Because your backup point guard before that was Yogi Ferrell or Frank Mason, <laughs> and I like Yogi Ferrell. I think Yogi Ferrell is a pretty solid NBA player, but Corey Joseph's an amazing defender at the point guard position. So I think that really adds to what the Kings are doing. I definitely think the Kings are a playoff team. Along with the Pelicans, I wouldn't be surprised if the Kings made the playoffs. I I, I would be shocked if they didn't, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think they're that good. I'm yeah. really in on the Kings this year. Fox as long is going to take another step. Bagley's going to take a step. Take another step. Uh, Bagley's yeah. going to take Bogey another step. Off the be- they're going to have Bo- uh, Bo- Bogdan Bogdanovich yeah. off the bench, right. who's one of the, m- m- one of the more lethal shooters in the NBA. And then I got a team I really like that might not be good this year, but going forward, the Memphis Grizzlies. Right. One of my favorite players now in the NBA, John Morant, adding Brandon Clark. Adding Brandon Clark's a big, big piece for them going forward. I think that's another just another they, building a really switchable team with him, with Clark, Jaron Jackson, oh, I John love Morant. Yeah, Cl- I'm so big on Clark, man. He's gonna he's gonna be awesome. Getting some of the assets they got in trades, getting that future Warriors first round pick, still having JV, retaining JV. retaining JV. Yeah. You're probably gonna keep Delon, another switchable guy. Yeah. Grayson Allen, I think, can still be a useful NBA player off the bench. I think he can provide some decent shooting. Jaron Jackson going to have another Jaren year Jaron Jackson's going to be a superstar in the NBA. Him and Jar are going to be yeah. fantastic. Jay Crowder is a big piece, I think, as well. Like, if they want to retain him and keep him going forward, or if they can flip him at the deadline, you can certainly get a first-round pick for him. Uh, I mean, okay, this might sound outlandish. Oh, and, sorry, and just sorry to cut you off, no. the trade they made today to get Josh Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's just an intriguing option for them. Might sound outlandish. But is there a reach to say the Grizzlies could maybe make the playoffs if John Morant is as good as people think? If John Morant and Jaron Jackson both become like actual like like KD fringe, Russ Westbrook, fringe, young if they days. become fringe all stars like right away. Yeah, then yeah, I think that I think they could definitely you could definitely see them going towards the playoffs. I just don't think they have the pieces around them yet. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because you, you're waiting for Brandon Clark to get a little bit better. Grayson Allen is going to be there. Jay Crowder is going to be a very valuable player for them. Brandon Clark also maybe the best defender coming out of this draft. Could be. There's DeAndre Hunter and Jarrett Culver can make yeah. those uh, make those claims as well. Yeah, yeah. But I like I like the Josh Jackson trade. I think getting um, DeAnthony Melton is really good. You got a couple second round picks out of the Suns too. The Which Suns is second like second round picks are going to fall pretty high. Suns the, need yeah. to be relegated. Exactly. Oh boy, <laughs> they're a tough team to watch. Yeah. But j- even if Josh Jackson doesn't pan out, that's. You gave up pretty much nothing. You gave up Kyle Korver, who you weren't going to use anyway. Yep. And uh, Javon Carter, a few, uh, former West Virginia player, uh, who I love. I love anything West Virginia. So, I think he's going to. I think it'll actually be a nice little ad for the Suns. He's a solid defender, and he'll probably get some minutes behind Ricky Rubio. So, I think that's good for them. I really like what the Grizzlies have done this off season and going forward. I think this is a team to look out for. You mentioned Hunter. Um, a, a guy I'm pretty big on. I think he can contribute. Mm-hmm. My other sleeper winner, I guess, would be the Hawks because yeah. I just really like their roster. John Collins, Cam Reddish, uh, Hunter, Herder, yeah. and now Trey Young. Like they do, I do like I do like the group they've assembled. Yeah, I I think you know they may have a bright future. Now yeah. things have to go perfectly, kind of like how mm-hmm. the Grizzlies things have to go perfectly for them in order to get to that point. Yeah, but I think you know it wouldn't be a surprise to me if this team becomes really good very soon. Yeah. 
Um, losers. My loser, you know, both our losers are easily the New York Knicks. Nobody mm-hmm. is denying that the Knicks and the Suns are absolute oh, losers God. this offseason. Yeah. There's no way to n- deny that. The Knicks are horrible. Just, you, you, you're just so bad. You're so atrocious. I think I guarantee you. And yeah, I'll put this guarantee down in the podcast. Episode 2, frigate. Um, the New York Knicks will not be an NBA championship team. Maybe not even a playoff team until James Dolan sells that team. And that's just the reality of it now. I don't know what Adam Silver has to do because he did it with Donald Sterling. It is ju- I wouldn't say it's just as, as uh, corrosive and, and cancerous, but what James Dolan has done to this team over the past 10 years has been abysmal. And, and it should be noted that this guy is the reason why the Knicks are the laughing stocks of the entire nba yeah uh the the report that came out they didn't even offer katie the max which, which is stupid it's it's stupid yeah, yeah it's even if it's not true the fact that it's out there yeah it's it doesn't look good on your team no and you're really just relying in like the, they, they signed a bunch of free agents yeah some of them are fun like julius randall i, I even said like on our last on the pre on the preview podcast that it's julius randall's gonna go to new york not care about defense again because he doesn't have to because he's score be a bunch terrible. Of buckets, yeah. Draft him on your fantasy team, guys. That should be like, he's a pretty good player to have on your fantasy team. He's getting. <laughs> I do want to do a fantasy podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll just do, one episode. We'll, on. Oh, hundred percent. We have to do that. But you have, like, he'll get you points, rebounds. I'm sure he'll get you some blocks if he yeah. tries a little bit on defense. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there you go. Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett are gonna have some fun together. Yeah, Bobby Portis. God, Bobby man. Portis is gonna punch someone probably. <laughs> Mitchell Robinson's a fun player. Yeah, I think I think they do have some exciting players that could be good in the future. Like, like, what, Mid- like, well, like if you're like mapping this out, like I guess your future. If you're a Kings Kings fan, a Knicks fan, mm-hmm. it's weird to think that the Kings have a brighter future than the Knicks. Yeah, looking back a couple years, Even the Pelicans. Expect, yeah, Pelicans lost their star player. Yeah. They have a bright future. You're looking at what starting five of Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Kevin, Kevin Knox. Knox, and Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, essentially as like it. as like your fun future starting five. Yeah, and and or that's, Frank Nittalakina, who's not very good. That's sad, man. That's that's sad. Um, I like that they traded away Chris Porzingis for cap space that they used to just sign like Bobby Portis and yeah. Taj Gibson. The thing I don't get with that is like, why don't you just wait and yeah. not spend the freaking cap? Like, yeah. just let it happen. Give your guys bonuses at the end of the year and call it a freaking yeah. day. Um, my other loser is just something that I was really annoyed with, uh, and that's Michael Jordan and the Charlotte Hornets. Michael um, Jordan said, "Fuck them Hornets fans." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck them keys. Um, I, I think like it's kind of it hasn't been stated enough that yeah. these hornets have not drafted well no nope. they haven't signed well no nope. and now they let go of their star player and they're not in a market that will uh, draw fans mm-hmm. nobody is going to come to a charlotte hornets game without they're more, Kemba they're, they'd rather watch the duke blue devils or the north carolina Tar Heels. yeah they are now at the bottom of the league yeah um I guess they do have a bunch of contracts that are expiring. Marvin you Williams, went, you're Batum. In, you're in cap hell, and you decided to sign Terry Rozier at $20 million, $20 million oh, a year. Oh, that, that itself it makes you a laughing stock. You signed a guy who is, ha, wasn't even the third string uh, point guard. No, he was... He was the second was, string. No, because then Marcus Smart, right? He was more of a, he was more of a two. Okay. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll give, I'll I'll give, give Terry Rozier some credit there. He was at least the second. He was and he was awesome in that playoff guard. series. I'll, give, Bucks, I'll give him yeah. that too. But like... At the same time, that was not worth $20 million. No. And what he did last season was not worth $20 not million. Dollars. 
if you there was no, he had no leverage. I don't know why you gave him twenty million. I don't know either. And that's that's Michael Jordan. Is that, is that the price of playing in Charlotte? Like, is that maybe what he takes? Like, maybe uh, I know. I know that we talked about the Kings having to pay up a little bit for Harrison Barnes, but like, I don't think he had to pay up that much to get Terry Rozier off the yeah. Celtics. He already didn't want to be there. I would not be surprised if we saw the Hornets move. Yeah, that no, you know, me. It, they're they're gonna Which be unfortunate because like they have some cool jerseys, they got yeah. a cool look to them. Yeah, uh, they need to draft very well. poorly managed. They they need, and the thing is, they haven't drafted well. Miles Bridges is is cool, but they haven't drafted yeah. well over the past five years. Like what Frank Kaminsky? Mm-hmm. Come on, man! Like real, he was he was awesome, but realistically, he was awesome in college, yeah. but. My God, like, you, that's not a person that could have translated well into the NBA. Yep. And, I mean, what's next for this team? That's that's why this is my loser of yep. the offseason because you, you really you don't know, don't know this what's, going. what's going to happen. Um, another sleeper loser I had was the Lakers. Yeah, because, I had them as well. Because if they don't end up getting Kawhi, indulge me for a second. Yep. These, are, these are the free agents that they could go for if they don't get Kawhi. That would be Boogie, Danny Green. Marcus Morris, oh boy. yeah, Jamichael Green. Mm-hmm. That you see the drop off already. Like Jamichael Green and Marcus Morris are solid players, but those are already players that like they're already players at the position on the Lakers. You're not getting that starters you can't there. Fit exactly. Delon Wright, but he's a restricted free agent, and I don't, I don't, know. don't I, think I, they'll I, be getting. I him. I don't think they'll let him go. Ubre also don't think they're going to be the getting. After the trade today, nope. Uh, Jabari Parker not playing defense. Rondo and KCP, they could retain them. Be like, hey, come back. Yeah. I mean, that's probably worst case scenario. Like you have a starting five of Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma, LeBron James, KCP, and, and Rajon Rondo. That's horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. Hey, if and, you had like 2007 Rajon Rondo, that's yeah, pretty good. The the Lakers have, uh, you know how they say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. They did. They literally put their eggs and the chicken in like, one basket. Like at least basket. the Clippers like went because they had the cap space to so, like. They got, well, they had the bird rights yeah. on Beverly, and they brought in a couple other guys. So they brought in Rodney Magruder, solid player. So they at least, like, didn't screw themselves, and at least yeah. they have a base of players that they can, like, still feel the competitive team. You still have you still have the sixth man of the year, Lou Williams. You have yeah. another great seventh or sixth man, Montrez Harrell. I like Mo Harkless. That's a cool Mo addition for them. Yeah, it's a cool addition. Um, you have a couple just nice pieces on the Gallo. Had a really good year. If he yeah. stays healthy again, he's gonna have another solid season. And if he doesn't get traded, because I think he might be a trade piece they could look at. Maybe if they're if they're really trying to like just let it go. But I think they're really still stuck on being competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think they can be a competitive team. That that would be my sleepers, uh, sleeper losers at least. Uh, my one main loser that we didn't really touch on. Uh, I still even though you still are, a, the Golden State Warriors. You, I still consider them to be a loser. Mm-hmm. Uh, they. They, I don't like the fit with D'Lo. I, I love mean, D'Lo, you but lose I like KD fit. at the end of the day. Oh, I understand why, but like you, you ha- just because you have cap space doesn't need mean you need to spend it. You could fill out your roster with some depth. Now they have no like options yeah. for depth. Yeah. They brought back Kevon Looney and they added Willie Cauley Stein, but you aren't going to be able to bring back Quinn Cook. Yeah, but that's why you hope they. You had to spend. Flip you D'Lo, had to. Right? Fit, you had to spend a first round pick to get rid of Andre Iguodala, yeah. who was a very valuable member. They had, like everyone on the team and the organization loved him, mm-hmm. and you had to spend and you had to give up a first round pick to get rid of him because you signed D'Angelo Russell. I don't. Uh, I don't see. I don't know. I I think it, D'Lo and Steph could be fun, but it's also super volatile. They're not going to be a loser if they flip him for some, if they trade him for something that's valuable, like yeah. a Robert Covington or a bunch of small assets. Yeah, like, if, yeah if, Cubs, to like, get you to really like fill the depth of your roster. 
But you ma- uh, if you don't, you had you maxed D'Angelo Russell and you didn't get to fill out the rest of your yeah. roster with like proper pieces. We're not going to be watching championship Warriors basketball, but we're going to be watching a team that is somewhat of a resemblance to that 2015 yeah. team. Uh, like I wouldn't count them out type of thing. No, I still uh, think they're a playoff team. Yeah, um, those were our sleepers and winners. I guess we'll we'll touch on summer league a bit and then we'll go into this cool segment we have for you guys. So, uh, I was going to bring him up with the Sacramento Kings, but Kyle Guy's been a lot of fun in this California Classic. Yeah. Him and uh, uh Bryce Brown from Auburn, they've had a couple of good moments. That's all we've really gotten to see is this California Classic with these four teams, but I mean, you saw you've seen a couple like fun moments from this so far. Tyler Harrow's had a bunch of oh, yeah. has had that, some good games for the That Heat. guy was cooking. Oh yeah, my god. My yeah. goodness. Uh, friend of the podcast, yeah. Ozip, he loves Tyler Harrow. Uh Wilder yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was awesome too. Um, but I think looking ahead to actual summer league, mm-hmm. I think everyone obviously anticipating the RJ versus Zion matchup. That's gonna be my thing. Yeah, that's gonna be my thing. I think a lot of people are also gonna be interested in seeing Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver's talked him up a ton. They think he's like really gonna be the guy if he develops and is healthy to put them over the top to be their power forward when Millsap goes. Speaking of putting them over the top, speaking of very high prospects Anthony Simons Anthony Simons for because, the Trailblazers they oh keep talking God. him up yeah, you didn't reason, trade Kevin Love he's the reason Kevin Love is not a Blazer so yeah. I mean uh, another guy on the Nuggets that's going to be really interesting because he went, fell into the second round Bull Bull oh, Bull Bull yeah, yeah, yeah with his Squidward tattoo didn't know he had a Squidward <laughs> tattoo until earlier today that's so. awesome I think he. I think it'll be interesting to see how he performs. Right. Uh, Jimmer Fredette got to uh, some little bit of breaking news. Jimmer Fredette was playing for the Warriors, but he left. Right. Yeah, he's not. He's no longer going to play for yeah. them. So. So he's. I. I saw he's going back that overseas. He's thinking of yeah. going back overseas. Yeah. Which I mean, I guess. He, I guess that makes sense for him. I don't think he would have gotten a contract. Probably not. No. But I think there are so definitely some interesting players in, in summer league. There's always a couple of guys that jump off the page. Yeah. Chris uh, Christian Wood last year for the Bucks played himself into a contract. Yep. Now he's on the Pelican summer league roster. It'll be it. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun watching the summer league because we're always gonna have those guys where you're like, yeah. oh my god, give them the max right exactly, now, and yeah. and it's always blowing it out of proportion. Your favorite, you're gonna be able to see your favorite rookie play. You're gonna be able to see a couple guys that you didn't expect to be in summer league to yeah. be back in summer league. For the Raptors, I'm excited to see Chris Boucher take that next yeah. step. Obviously, is G Jordan Lloyd gonna be playing for that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, G League MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. I want. Boucher to take yeah. that next step. It'll be cool to see him. But he needs to round out. He needs to bulk up. Yeah. For the Bucks, uh, I was really hoping DiVincenzo, Dante DiVincenzo, would be healthy. He's not. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a little unfortunate. Uh, Sterling Brown's back. I hope he can get a couple good minutes, get his he, confidence he up. Was, he was part of the rotation for the season. Yeah. So I want to see if he can make a leap as well. Because to become a consistent was, rotation yeah, player? Yeah. 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 He's a, Especially because you lost Brogdon. Yeah, right? He's you a, need a, he's guy a valuable him. player in that he's a solid defender, a decent uh, shooter, and he's a great shit talker. So... <laughs> I think he'll. Uh, I think as long as he uh, shows a little bit, I think he'll at least have a spot in the rotation this year. There were rumors that Giannis's brother Thanasis was going to be on the team. They didn't announce him as part of the team, so it doesn't look like he will be. I think his brother Alex is going to be really good, though. Yeah, I think uh, we've heard a lot about Alex coming out through high school. So I think he uh, Giannis talked about him being better than he is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that's true. We'll but see. I think that's we'll him talking to his that. brother a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And it'll be cool if Costas gets uh, an opportunity to play. He'll be playing for the Ma- uh, the Mavericks uh, summer league team. So I think it's going to be fun to see some just some young players and some guys trying to play for contracts. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to bring you a new segment, something that is absolutely fun. And we like to call it the heat check because we want to see who shot their shot the best, who really went for it. Let's see. Here we go. Green light. Green light. I said green light. Heat check. LeBron. It's on. He's as hot as a blowtorch. Well, 
Ford heat check. Oh! <laughs> it's not fair. He's heating up. He's on fire. Here's a heat check. Okay, for me, personally, my guy has to be whoever supplied <laughs> the meat, the cheese, and the 10 dipping sauces for the Los Angeles Clippers. That guy is the MVP. My God. Yeah, no, because listen, you give 10 sauces with the meat and cheese platter, that is enough to get you multiple different clients. To be fair, though, this is the difference between the Clippers and the Lakers. I don't like the Lakers, but the Lakers are a top-tier NBA organization. <laughs> they took Kawhi out for multiple five-star dinners. 100%. Like, it was reported that he went to multiple, like, at least a couple dinners. Yeah, yeah. All he got from the Clippers were a meat and cheese platter. They, they, Supposedly, what? Uncle Dennis loved it. Oh, good, Uncle Dennis, fantastic, good for him. They put they put some fucking salami on a plate, and he was like, "Oh, this is good." A little kielbasa and a couple like a, a couple like nice cheeses from like Wisconsin, and yeah, maybe one from yeah. France that they got lucky. Oh, uh, nice brie cheese. Oh, maybe, maybe if they're lucky, they got a brie cheese. Jesus Christ! I'm wondering what these uh, what these sauces. sauces yeah, were. what yeah. ten sauces? Let's 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 list off just ten. So- Might not have been them. Let's list off ten sauces real quick. Honey Barbe- mustard. Honey mustard barbecue. barbecue. Sweet and sour, sweet and sour, um, hot, just regular hot sauce, hot sauce, uh, a barbe, not barbecue, nope. buffalo, yeah, uh, spicy barbecue, spicy barbecue, chipotle sure. mayo, uh, uh, sweet chili Thai, sweet chili Thai, uh, oh, jerk sauce. This seems like just every sauce I could get at Popeyes. Yeah, <laughs> they, that's what the Clippers did. They went to Pop. I remember there was a story, but there's a restaurant in California mm-hmm. that's serving soul food. They were just selling Popeye's chicken, and they admitted it. Really? Yeah, they just oh sold Popeye's God. chicken. That's hilarious. So I don't think like I just this is the difference between the Clippers and the Lakers. This is why they're they're two tiers in the teams in LA. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. and this and is the- forever will be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it seems like it. Um, but hey, if the Brooklyn Nets can change that, mm-hmm. maybe the Clippers can do it too. You yeah. never know. Um, that I think that's it for us. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to say to you guys, if you guys have made it this far in the podcast, to definitely follow us on Spotify, like, subscribe, yep. do all those fun things. We are officially on Spotify, mm-hmm. so go ahead and check it out. We're the ones with the basketball logo and the little uh, red, brown. Orange. Orange. Not blue. Not blue. It's just not blue. That's all we know. Yeah, uh, that logo, so please go ahead and follow us there. Yep. Um, episode 2 will be out shortly, obviously, on SoundCloud and Spotify. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Shoot Your Shot Pod. Um, we have a bunch of updates going on there, a bunch of takes from me and Mr. Bradshaw over here. Yep. And that's pretty much it, folks. We'll we will see you. Hopefully, next the next week? time we hear you guys, Kawhi, Kawhi. signed. And to the Raptors specifically, but uh, <laughs> or to the Clippers help the Bucks out. No, but <laughs> but but we'll see. We'll see. And what summer happens. league will be full underway. We can get some crazy, yeah. crazy summer league takes. Yeah, I want to see who I want to sign the max. I'll be snapping on Kyle Guy takes. <laughs> Kyle Guy is my guy. All right, uh, we we found out who the guy is now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, um, and we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>